Blog Talk Radio. We're here, God, because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything.
Welcome to Prayer International Radio. I am your host, Sean Holmberg. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything, please give us a call. We're here for the next hour to worship the Lamb of God, to, of course, seek your prayer request, to intercede on behalf of the nations, um, yielding everything to the Holy Spirit, that the will of the Father can be done. So, once again, our call number is 619-638-8458. This is Prayer International Radio, and we'll be right back. Thank you. 
International Radio. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for absolutely anything at all, please give us a call. Um, you can also email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com or visit us on our website, which is prayerinternational.org. And then you can actually post your prayer requests there online. So, um all the visitors from around the world who um, visit the website can pray for you. You know, it's interesting. Um, before the broadcast, um, me and my wife were watching um, some minister on TV. Um, I don't. His name's not important, um, but he he actually brought up a good point. And what he was saying is that, you know, a lot of times people will are when you're in church or wherever else or you're around your Christian friends, people will come up and say, pray for me. <laughs> but then if you ask them what necessarily to pray for, they can't always give you an exact clue or an exact detail of what it exactly is they want you to pray for. Um, they can always make a list, but sometimes you can always say, pray for me, um, without going into much detail. But um, interestingly enough, God's interested in the details. Um, you know, in general, um, we really don't have to sit around and um, give God an, a detailed list of everything that's going on. Um, though he likes the communication, he likes talking to us, he likes being actively and intimately involved in our lives. Um, what I'm saying is there's, um, we don't have to re- tell him things that he doesn't already know. Um, you know, Jesus said the Father knows you have need of all these things before you even ask. Um, but, you know, at times, um, it's fine when you're talking to the Father, and you can say, Lord, bless me, Lord, fix my financial situation, Lord, heal me, heal me, and, you know, he already knows what you need healed out of. You don't have to say, Lord, Jesus, heal my arm, um, because he already knows it's your arm. Um, but, you know, when you're talking to other believers and people who are, um, Willing to pray You know sometimes giving them specifics is great Because you know it's great sometimes having words of knowledge From the Lord But at other times You know we need to actually Have some kind of idea of what we want And you know I wonder if a lot of times People don't have an idea what they want Is because they don't expect to get what they want If they ask for it Um, You know I want to talk about that A little bit um, About the difference between God and man A little bit Um you know, we sometimes look at God with jaded eyes as far as um, our human experience and our human interactions with people have taught us for the most part um, what men are capable of. Um, there, I, I would dare to say there's probably nobody listening or who has listened who has not at one point in your life been or felt um, betrayed by someone. Um, but that's human nature um, To make mistakes To sin To um, But you know God's not like that um, His word is true And he's faithful um, Not only to fulfill the words Which he's spoken out Over our lives And the words he's spoken in general But he's faithful to his promises He's faithful to his character His own um, personality His own attributes um, the Bible says he changes God, he changes not. 
um, that says that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, the same God who breathed life into the earth um, when it was void and without form. You know, the same God who told Abraham, um, your stars are going to be, I mean, the, your sentence are going to be more numerous than the stars of the sky or the sand um, on the on the earth. Um, you know, he's always been faithful to everything because it's part of his nature is to be faithful. And um, you know, sometimes we need to change our perspective on who he is. We need to realize that you know we go through all the promises of the Bible, um, and the promises that have been made regarding prayer. Like where Jesus said, if two or more of you are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst. Or he said, if you, whatever things you ask in prayer, believe in, you will have them. Or that you can say to this mountain, be removed and cast in the sea, and it would be if you believe without doubting. Or he said, anything you ask in my name, I will do it. Or in First John, it says, if we know the Father hears us, we know we have the petitions we ask of him. Um... But, you know, sometimes we, we hear those words and we hear those promises of God, but we don't quite believe them for some reason. Um, and it's sometimes our lack of belief that prevents us from receiving the things that we want because um, our mind is made up and um, beforehand of... And it's sort of like we're just throwing things out the wind and taking all our prayers and just throwing them out there and hoping that, like, one of them sticks and God maybe catches one of them. But, you know, we don't have to do that because God can answer all your prayers. He is completely able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. He is completely able to fulfill all the promises in your life, no matter who you are no matter where you're at in life, no matter what it is that you need, um, no matter when you need it. Um, the Father is able to do, and He, Jesus said, the things that are impossible and then are, impo are possible with God. Um, you know, um, something I was thinking about before the broadcast is that, um, and it's going to sort of unrelated, but it's not. Um, you know, a lot of kids um, or young Christians um, when they get saved, um, they're very eager and um, enthusiastic about the gospel and about their relationship with God. And they want to go um, preach the gospel from one corner of the earth to the other. Um, and so they usually say, I want to go here, I want to go here, I want to go here. And, you know, all of us have been that way, wanting to go to the nations and preach the gospel. Um and then, you know, later on in life, we still want to. And But then we also um, realize the importance of preaching the gospel, not necessarily just to the nations, but to the nation that the nations we're actually in. Because, heaven forbid, we go um, 100,000 miles away to another nation to preach the gospel when there are people in our own neighborhoods who haven't heard it. You know, there's a phrase I... Um, have on the website sometimes and it says um, to the extent it says that no one has the right to hear the gospel twice when there's those in the world who haven't heard it once 
But all that to say, um, you know, part of evangelism and is being prepared and it's being ready, not only in your relationship with the Lord, but in um, other areas of your life as well. Um, and, you know, a lot of people will learn various different languages for whatever um, group they're going to, whatever nationality, whatever country they're going to, they'll attempt to learn the language so they can be the most prepared as possible. And there is um, times and seasons when you need to be prepared for certain things that are coming up. And, you know, um, this isn't in back ago. We'll stand on the wall and watch and wait to see and hear what the Lord says to me. And there's times to be prepared and there's times to watch and wait to further hear the voice of God. Because, you know, the Bible says in Amos, he does nothing unless he first reveals it to his servants, the prophets. Um and, you know, there are times and seasons where we need to be vigilant. We need to be steadfast, standing before the throne of the Father, waiting to hear his voice, to give us clear direction into the future and the blueprints that he has. Um, not just so we can see the blueprints, but that we can actually actively enter in to the blueprints and the plans and the wills of God the Father. Because, you know, sometimes if we're not paying attention, if we don't have our ears toward him, then we can miss those things that he's trying to lead us into. And we can miss the direction that he's going And be sitting around Wondering what happened and how did we miss it It's because we didn't actually pay attention We didn't take the time and we didn't Like dedicate enough Of ourselves which really isn't more Than a, a minuscule Amount of time in the light Of eternity to hearing the voice Of the father to knowing what his heart is What his heart says which you know Says the Holy Spirit reveals the heart of the father To us um, And so there's those times when we need to be prepared But you know there, then there's other times When things just happen There's times when um, You could be out in the middle of the airport And um, The Holy Spirit starts leading you To um, Speak to someone Or you see someone down the street When you're walking by and you just have this urging From the Holy Spirit um, If the terminology The urging of the Holy Spirit If, if that doesn't make sense to you um, or if you've never experienced it um, Which you may have And not realize it It's that This unmistakable feeling on the inside Of almost in some ways A sense of urgency um, A sense of direction and purpose That just happens out of nowhere You could be walking down the street Or driving down the road And see someone on the side of the road And just have this feeling in your heart Or in your stomach Or in your spirit that says you need to do something um, Whether you know exactly what it is or not But you know sometimes um, That's the leading of the Holy Spirit We need to be sensitive To hear his voice And to be able to discern the, the difference Between the voice of the Father And the voice of the enemy And our own voice at times um, And you know in those moments um, The miraculous can happen When the Father speaks to us And we're like to lay aside our agendas and our schedules and our plans and our purposes and pick up his and to move when he says, okay, move this way. Because you never know why he has you in a place that you're in. Because you never know if he'll put you a place just so you can reach out and be the light and be the contact point for him, for someone else. Um, so what happens if you're in one of those positions And you just happen to be like Say back in an airport And the Holy Spirit starts urging you To go pray for someone 
and then you find out that you don't speak their language. And that's quite a conundrum, um, or it would be. And some people would be very um, afraid, um, which, you know, we can be honest on this show. Um, it's a very fearful thing. I mean, the Bible says he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. But, um, but you know, the human emotions are natural. Um, but let me tell you about our God. A good friend of mine, um, one of my mentors, um, a man I trust and admire, admire very much, and his walk with the Lord, um, had one of those situations happen, which is he was in the airport, and um, the Holy Spirit just kept talking to him and giving him, and he just had this feeling that he needed to go pray for this guy. And as he got close to him and during the air, um, he realized that the guy spoke Spanish. And um, my friend um, never studied Spanish and doesn't know a single word of it besides maybe saying hello or um, hola or something like that. I mean, have absolutely no vocabulary for Spanish, has um, no clue how to pray for someone in Spanish, how to even ask, what do you need prayer for? Or even to relay the message of the heart of the Father to this person. And so he had a decision to make. Either he can say, okay, God, well, maybe I got this wrong, um, or maybe you have the wrong person. Or he could step out in faith and step out on the water and trust that the Lord knew what he was doing, even if we don't always know. And so he approached this guy and started talking to him. And the guy just sat there and started listening and nodding his head. And um, and I may not get the story completely accurate, like verbatim, but for the most part... Um, at the end of it, um, this man was ecstatic um, after he got prayer. Um, and, you know, he has a piece of God on him and everything else. And um, my friend just assumed he spoke English. Well, it turns out he doesn't. And even though my friend was speaking English to this man the whole time, the man was actually hearing him in Spanish um, because the Holy Spirit was becoming it became a translator at that moment when the need was there. And so while my friend was praying and speaking in English, it was the it was getting translated in the spiritual realm, and this man who was receiving the prayers and the words was hearing it in his own language. And while to some of you that may seem crazy, um, it's really not, and it's quite biblical. Um, it happened on the day of Pentecost um, in Acts. Um, and, I mean, you can read this later, um, but a small part of it is... Um, the disciples had been waiting for the promise of the Father. And, um, you know, the Bible says, talks about waiting on the Lord and being still. It says, be still and know I am God. Or be still and know that I am the Lord. And, you know, sometimes just waiting on Him produces miracles in our own lives. Sometimes there are times we need to wait on Him to receive things from Him and direction from Him and to receive power from Him. And I'm not saying like some crazy mystic power, but just the power that comes from our relationship with him and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, so the disciples get out of this meeting. They're filled with the Holy Spirit, and they start talking in the streets of Jerusalem and um, just completely ecstatic, overjoyed the, that they had received 
the Holy Spirit, which was a promise to all those who would believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and while they're out on the street talking in Acts chapter 1, um, they, it says in verse 6, and it says, then it's talking about the people, and it says, they were all marveled, and or they were all amazed, and they marveled, saying to one another, Look, are these not all, are, are not all these who speak Galileans? I can't read tonight for some reason. And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites and those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia, Phygeria and Pamphylia and Egypt and the parts of Libya adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? Others mocking, saying they are full of new wine. You know, every time there's a miracle of the Father and every time the Lord God interacts in this world, there's always going to be those who give praise and honor and glory to him as due, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. And then there's going to be some that scoff and mock and don't believe. And, you know, um, the Bible says that those who are going to be righteous be righteous still, and those who are going to be unrighteous be unrighteous still. Just like Elijah said on the mountain, Jesus' day whom you will serve, whether if you want to serve um, the God of the enemy, if you want to serve Baal or whomever the false God is that you want to serve, you know, by all means, go for it. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And don't be concerned with those who persecute you or mock you because, you know, Jesus said it's going to happen. Be prepared for it. Um, he said if you were part of the world, the world would love us own. But you're not of the world, for I've chosen you out of this world. And, you know, it's an awesome thing to be called a citizen of heaven. It says in the New Testament, it says, We are no longer strangers and foreigners, but we are fellow citizens with the saints and the members of the household of God. It says in it says in First John, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God. And you know, this God that we serve, who can translate your own language into another language just so he can reach the heart of someone, is amazing. How can we possibly doubt the power that he possesses and his ability to perform the words which he's spoken over our lives? You know, not only... Did he fulfill the promise of sending a Messiah to deliver us from our sins? But even after the Lord Jesus Christ was crucified and buried in the tomb, the Bible says the Lord God raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand because the power of death could not hold him. And you know that same Holy Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells among us and He's intimately acquainted with your life and wants to be. The Father wants to know the details of your life. He wants to be able to interact in your life. He wants to strengthen your faith. You know, there's times when it's hard to believe. Um, to be honest with you, there's many times when there's situations that we get confronted with, and 
you know, we strive and we struggle trying to believe and wanting to believe. But, you know, it's okay to be honest with the Lord. Um, you know, there was a man who went up to Jesus and asked for Jesus to heal um, his son. And Jesus said, all things are possible for you who believe. And the man said, I believe, help my unbelief. And while admitting that he had faith in the Lord Jesus, um, he also admitted that he had a problem believing completely. And, you know, Jesus didn't send him away and say, you know what, okay, come back like in a month or two when you completely believe me. You know, the Lord will meet you where you're at. Um, he said, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. The Lord will meet you where you're at if you're willing to come to him. Because, you know, he doesn't judge the outward opinion. He judges your heart and the Lord sees your heart. And the Lord sees exactly where you are, exactly what you need, exactly what your situation is. And he is completely and perfectly able to be glorified in that situation. He is more than able to have you become more than a conqueror in that situation, more than able to raise you up above that situation, more than able to provide for the needs you have, because he's Jehovah Driver, the Lord God, our provider. So tonight, um, you know, we really need to start understanding whom this God is that we serve and realizing that there is nothing that's impossible for him. He who did not, as the Bible says, he did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us. How will he not through him freely give us all things? How can we possibly doubt him who loved us so much that he sent his own son to die for us? How simple are the minuscule things that we tend to worry ourselves with and get caught up in? How am I going to pay this bill? Well, you know what? Who knows how I'm going to pay this bill? But I'm going to trust the Lord God to provide for it. I'm going to trust him to be able to do what I can. You know, he told Paul, my grace is sufficient, and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. You know, when we're weak, then he's strong. When we are unable, he is able. When we can't do something, he definitely can. Far above, like it says in Scripture, far above all that we can ask or think. He told Jeremiah in 33, chapter 3, call unto me. And you know, the Lord's telling some of you tonight, call unto me. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you know not of. If you want to know what's, in, if you want to see what you would normally consider impossible become possible, then place your faith out there and trust the Lord. Call upon Him and ask Him to reveal Himself to you. Ask Him just to be glorified in your life. Ask Him to have control over your life. Ask Him for His will to be done in your life. And be willing to lay aside all the things all the agendas and all the plans and just relax and take it his and let him do the work. Let him be the one who is glorified in your life. This is Prayer International Radio, our call in number 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything, give us a call and we will be right back.
somehow come to know Nature's one according to your plan As in heaven it will be And fill us with the truth and righteousness That you desire the world to see
So welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Um, I cut the music off a little bit short um, because a story um, I just thought of. I was talking to someone, to Dorothy in the um, chat room. And so um, the story came to mind, and I, you know, we've been talking tonight about um, things that are possible with God and how we can trust Him that no matter what things look like, um, He's in complete control. So, um, you know, I mean, even through this broadcast, people, there have been people who've been healed, um, not because of me or Chris, but because um, literally of the faithfulness and the power of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus. Um, So here's the story, and it's a true story. Um, So this preacher, um, and I'll give you the names, but I don't remember them, Um, but still true. Um, So he he preaches this message, and it was like one of the only messages he ever preached. Um, But during his message he was giving this night, um, he all of a sudden started prophesying. Um, He just felt like the Lord was saying something, and he just took a chance and went with it. And um, what came out was he said, um, to the extent, is there's someone listening right now um, who was who's not in the service, and, you know, you've been suicidal and depressed, and um, you've thrown yourself out, and you, threw, and you wanted to commit suicide, so you threw yourself out the window, and you lived, but the Lord's gonna, the Lord wants you to know he's going to heal you, and the Lord loves you. And the Lord wants a relationship with you. And, you know, it wasn't anybody in the service. Um, and so he prayed that on, and it was actually being recorded at the time, and he didn't think much more about it after that night. Well, flash forward a couple of years later, um, he's sitting in the office and he got a phone call. Um, and this lady on the line tells him this. And she said, um, you know, I've had these issues um, in my life. And she went in and she told him some of them. And she said, I've been miserable, um, suicidal, and I tried to kill myself. And I threw myself out the window. And But somehow I lived. And I'm in the hospital. And um, I listened to your message about um, Jesus loving me. And I gave my life to him. And now I'm serving the Lord. And I just um, am believing God for healing of my body from the injuries. And, I mean, exactly what he prophesied about this lady, um, even though they had never met. I don't think they were even in the same town. Now, and so here's the irony of the story. Here's the amazing thing about our God is that this lady calls him a couple of years later because the incident had just happened. Um, she saw this archive video of this preacher prophesying about her while she was in the hospital room. It just happened to be on um, one of the Christian stations, and it was a recording from a couple of years prior that was on the television screen. And so... She's sitting there listening to this preacher prophesy exactly what had just happened to her. And, you know, 
immediately she gives her heart and life to the Lord and then tries to find this guy. And she didn't realize that it was a co- the recording was a couple years old. She thought it was something that had just happened that week or that day or whatever. And so she Tom contacts this preacher. I mean, and he's like, and this that was a couple years ago. But you see what the Lord does? Um, not even time is a factor from him. You know, there can be people in your life that the Lord is going to have you interact with um, or the things that the Holy Spirit's going to lead you to do. And, you know, they may not make a lot of sense. There may not make a lot of sense what the Lord has you do at times. But to him it does. Because, you know, the Lord has a plan. And he said, I know the thoughts I have for you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. He has a plan to prosper you, not only financially, but also spiritually, also emotionally, also physically in your health. The Lord has a plan for you to prosper. It says that you may prosper even as your soul prospers. And the Lord has these plans to take you to a land flowing with milk and honey. He has plans for your life to take you and lead you beside the still waters, to make you lay down in the green pastures. And you may not understand all the ways that the Lord takes you around to get there. But all you need to know is that he's going to get you there and that he is faithful and just to complete that which which he started. You know, it says in the New Testament, it says, He will complete that which started until the day of Christ. The word of the Lord that he has placed on your life, the word of God that he spoke over your life, it says in Isaiah, it said, My word will not return to me void, but it will accomplish that for which I sent it. And, you know, you know, the Lord may have spoken a word on your life years ago, and, you know, time's gone by, and you've gotten frustrated, and um, maybe you just sort of thought that you missed the word, or you, or you screwed up the word, because we often think that we screw everything up. But I want to let you know tonight that your mistakes are not more powerful than the word of God and the will of the Father. And if you will just trust him, you will see him rest- bring you through seasons of restoration where he can restore your marriage, he can restore your finances, he can restore you to the place that he needs you to be, to get you- and he's going to move you to get you to the place that he needs to be, needs you to be in so that he can bless you, so that you can be a blessing to other people. And, you know, maybe everything's going great in your life. And the Lord's going to put you in a place in the same way. And there's going to be someone you're going to come in contact with, and you may not even realize when it happens. But you may speak a word to someone that changes their entire life just because you speak the truth of your heart, which is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And by changing their life, you never know how many people they're going to interact with, how many lives are going to be changed because you are willing to talk to someone, because you are willing to be bold and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, you never know when you're walking down the street or driving down the street and you see the person who's sitting on the street corner needing to be healed or they're sitting in a wheelchair. You never know. You know what? If you walk over and do what the Bible says you can do, it's not it's not a strange thing that we talk about and preach about. You know, the Bible says, by your stripes we are healed. He said, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. You may just be the person that God can use. You may just be the person 
that when God says, who can I send, you can rise up and say, Lord God, send me to go and change a person's life. And not only their life, but every person they come in contact with. All for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because, you know, in the long run, that's what it's all about. It's not about us. It's about him. It's not about how good we can do things or how great we can do things or what abilities we really have. Because, you know, Chris um, and his wife and me and my wife, we can all tell you we have um, almost none. And, you know, we screw up just like everybody else. And, you know, we're some messed up people at times. But we know the Lord. And we know that he's faithful to his word, regardless. Because you know what? It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about him. Um, and so um, I wanted to pray this over all of you. Um, and this is just the first couple chapters of, or the first couple of verses of Colossians. It says, for this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may walk worthy of the Lord fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light because he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, for he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible or invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn, that in all things he may have preeminence. So tonight, we're asking and praying and believing that the Lord God would strengthen you with mine through his spirit in your inner man. That as the scripture says, Christ would dwell on your heart with, through faith, that you can be rooted and grounded in love and to know the love of God, which passes knowledge. And you know what that means, to know the love of God which passes knowledge, which means, you know, the only thing that's stronger, the only thing more powerful, the only thing more important, the only thing higher than knowledge is the love of God, is to know the love of God. This is Prayer International Radio. If you need to reach us, our... Call in number 619-638-8458. After the show, if you still need to reach us, you can always email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, which is prayerinternational.org.
still 